Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. You're listening to The Takeaway. I'm Janae Pierre, filling in for Melissa Harris-Perry. Now, before we pedal into the weekend, we want to leave you with a transformative takeaway story where we profile an unsung hero that's making an impact on their community. This week, we're looking at how one bicycle-loving New Orleanian rallied his community to help resurrect his city's defunct bike-sharing program, making it more equitable and affordable. Joining me now is Jeff Coates, CEO of Blue Crew. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? It's going well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Jeff, you must really love bikes. Where did that passion come from? (laughs) Well, you know, like a lot of folks, I've been riding bikes since I was a little kid. I continued it through my adulthood here in New Orleans. Uh, I was have always loved riding my bike. And it's just a it's a great way to get around the town, great way to keep myself happy uh, and a little bit healthy. So give us a brief history here of NOLA's bike share program. How does a thriving program, which started in 2017, end up vanishing by 2020? Yeah. So in 2017, the city uh, launched bike share uh, under a company called Social Bicycles. And I was uh, grateful to be chosen to, to lead that operation. We were acquired in 2018 uh, by Uber. Um, and I ran the system for Uber for a couple of years. But when the pandemic hit in 2020, Uber was already, I think, uh, looking a little bit to get out of the micromobility space, the fancy word for bike sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in May, I learned that I was going to have to let my team go and that they would be shutting down the, the system. And in what ways does a for-profit bike share program run by Uber or some other for-profit entity get in the way of bike sharing being affordable, equitable transportation alternative? Yeah, so I think the the big difference is that, you know, the the larger players are looking for scale and they are looking for a business model that obviously returns a profit uh, for their shareholders. And Sometimes that can come into conflict with what a community needs in terms of finding equitable transportation for the community. So for instance, you know, we might have a great idea about something that would be beneficial for the new, you know, people in New Orleans for our community, but we might hear, well, that doesn't scale in, in Barcelona or that doesn't, you know, we, we don't do that in, you know, Austin or Boston or Chicago or, or wherever. And so I think that the beauty of a a nonprofit model is it allows us to bring to our community any ideas that make sense for our community. So tell us how you were able to resurrect New Orleans's bike share program. It was a a group effort for sure. A lot of great people involved. You know, we call it community run bike share, and it really was the community that brought it back. You know, in May of 2020, when we found out that Uber was exiting the market, we began discussions uh, with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Louisiana, who had been the title sponsor previously, began working with the Greater New Orleans Foundation here in New Orleans, and and began talking with the city to to reimagine what bike share could be. Um, In a way, we had had proof of concept using all the venture capital money, uh, which was wonderful. Um, And we knew we could do this on our own. So we basically began the assets that uh, Uber no longer wanted. uh, A lot of those things, uh, tools, bike stands, things we knew we might need. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they just needed to get them out of the warehouse. So we worked with another local nonprofit called Bike Easy, and we were able to store those materials. We donated it to them with the understanding that if we could get bike share going again, they would donate them back to us um, and really work to build um, energy around this idea of how could we bring bike share back, but also bring it back in a way that would be equitable and sustainable. So you know, uh, somebody looking at a financial spreadsheet in San Francisco wouldn't one day just decide New Orleans didn't need bike share again. Mm -hmm. In what ways can we trace the origins of New Orleans' bike share program back to 2005, Hurricane Katrina, and, and that recovery as well? Yeah, I think it was an important moment, obviously, for all of us here in New Orleans. Um, and one of the things that came out of that, uh, all that tragedy, was a spirit of community reimagining. You know, there were a lot of these meetings where people would would uh, start to think about what a neighborhood could be. And one of the things that came out of that was a strong desire all across the city for more uh, walkable more bikeable um, city that was not just dominated by the automobile. And so from that, uh, in 2008, we started, uh, the city began putting in bike lanes and went from, you know, pretty much zero bike lanes to over a hundred miles of bike lanes in a couple of years. And as part of that process, this was about the time that cities were starting to explore the idea of bike share. And so members of the community came together and really um, led the city, you know, it was a community-led vision um, and led the city to explore bike share to ultimately run uh, a pilot program and then put out uh, a request for proposals to run bike share that uh, brought social bicycles here in 2017. Okay, y'all, quick break right here, and we'll be back talking more about bike sharing in New Orleans right after this. About 600,000 people go missing every year in the U.S., prompting family members to become amateur detectives. On the trail of one missing person is journalist Tanya Mosley. Why do you think you hesitated when we first met in telling me the full details about your mother's disappearance? It's heartbreaking. I didn't want to break your heart. I'm Kai Wright. Tanya Mosley joins me next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, we're back with Jeff Coates, CEO of Blue Crew, and we're talking about New Orleans' bike sharing program and what it's meant to and what it's meant to the community there. And again, this is a community-based nonprofit bike sharing model operating in a large city. What are the big challenges for this program? Well, I think, you know, the big challenges, the beautiful thing about um, you know, the venture capital-backed model is you just have, you know, uh, large piles of money. Uh, which you don't have when you pivot to an, uh, this nonprofit model. So we had to be smart and we had to be strategic uh, about the in the investments. So that's a challenge. The other thing specific to New Orleans and maybe some other cities is that when the for-profit uh, players come in, often the business community um, you know, gets to use bike share and the existence of this uh, amenity for the community and they're recruiting, right? So if you're recruiting mm -hmm. talent and you're competing – um, you know, with San Francisco, with Austin, uh, with Chicago, with uh, Nashville for talent. Um, it's nice to say that you have bike share. And our business community was able to do that without having to necessarily invest in it. So part of our work at Blue Crew is to, is to engage with the business community here now and say, look, we've been able to restart this. We've been able to uh, operate it now for uh, the first year and a half. 
And let's all come together now and figure out ways to ensure its sustainability for the future. Mm -hmm. And looking ahead, I mean, what are your hopes for the future of bike sharing in New Orleans? A city like New Orleans, it's compact, um, it's flat, it's really wonderful for uh, biking as we build more protected uh, bike lanes. Um, it just gets better and better. And so I see a future in which, you know, biking a lot of our uh, one mile to three mile trips that people are taking by automobile can be substituted. Those are perfect trips to be substituted uh, for a bike. And we're running a fleet of e-bikes, uh, pedal assist e-bikes. So, you know, it makes it really easy for people to get things done. We are working with the city. Uh, we are part of the city's climate action plan uh, to scale up our bikes uh, up to a fleet of 2000 and beyond. Um, and so as a city on the front lines of climate change and with challenges around transportation equity and certain health challenges around heart disease, it just makes sense to me that we can uh, build a equitable, healthy, active transportation system that really moves New Orleans into a future uh, for our kids. Jeff Coates is CEO of Blue Crew, which operates New Orleans's bike sharing program. Jeff, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me.